We want to hear about what's happening in your town, suburb, school, church, community project or organization. Send your information, stories, achievements, events and news to content at kpulpit.co.za. Everybody, it is me, your host Zoe George, here with you guys. I'm going to be with you guys until 8 p.m. You are listening to 180 Degrees on 79 a.m. I'm joined by my wonderful, wonderful co-host on Zoom, Inga Stoffels. She is just attending to some family affairs at this point in time. So if you can send her some prayers, she would really appreciate it. But pray for her all the time. But Thank now... you so much, family. Thank you so much, and yes. good evening, Zoe. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing really, really good. Happy to be able to be on air with the listeners, even though it's via Zoom. I feel like I'm there in the studio. Mm, no, it feels like you are here. I mean, the the monitor is kind of where you usually sit. So in a way, I feel like <laughs> I'm looking at you. I can see your picture in the Zoom's picture. It works it's out. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So how was your weekend, actually? My weekend, oh, it feels like such a blur. Let me think. Oh, my weekend was good. It was good. I was at my dad's place again this weekend, myself and my husband, because it was hot this weekend. So we were living in the pool. <laughs> As you and <laughs> yeah, we had quite a chilled weekend this weekend. And we wanted to go to church on Sunday. We were dressed and everything. And then my sister had the key and we could not go out. <laughs> No. Were you able to at least attend online church? Yes. So we were all dressed up for online service. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Where two or three people are gathered, the Lord is with them in their name. You know. Mm. You know. <laughs> well, you How got, was your weekend? My weekend was um, pretty interesting. I basically slept the whole of Saturday because for the past two weeks, I've been interning at a labor law mm. job firm. And, you know, it was the most... It was the earliest I've had to wake up for an, any amount of time in like five years. So I was completely knackered on Saturday. I just had to sleep in the oh. whole day. And then on Sunday, Love I, that. yes, it was amazing. And then on Sunday, I had dinner at a friend's house with uh, another family. Ooh. It was very, very lovely. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. But oh my goodness, amazing. you guys. This week's episode is going to be a really fun one. It's going to center around Childhood Cancer Day, which is observed on the 15th of February in about two weeks. So I think this is a nice time. We're speaking to Sandy Cipriano of Cupcakes of Hope. Those of you who have been listening to us for quite some time would probably remember when we spoke to her last year. And this year is going to be just the same, just as great. And we can't wait for you guys to listen. So stick around. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. 
And we're back. Before we had this little break, we listened to Never Want to Go Back by May Angelis. It was quite a fun one, a really nice way to just start the show on a very high note. But as the ID said, you know where we are. We're in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. If you're unsure of what happens here, then... Let's just say you might have a very fun weekend planned up for you because we give you a few things that you might want to try out if you do find yourself down in Cape Town. And we have three things considered hidden gems, but we're exposing them to the world tonight. The first one is the Homestead Kitchen. Now located in Plumstead, this restaurant is situated in one of the most enchanting gardens you've ever seen. This is a special occasion restaurant based in a glorious 1920s heritage site. Although it does not name which site that is, I'm sure it's an interesting one. If you'd like to attend it and you are an adult, it costs between 150 rand to 300 rand, depending on the package you choose. If you do choose to bring some children under the age of six years old, they get in for free. And this place only seems to open once a week, unfortunately, on Wednesdays from 5.30 to 9 p.m. You can find it on 23 Constantia Main Road in Plumstead. And yeah, you have to book through Dine Plan, which seems to be a very important decision to make as it is only open once a week. Next is a Lebanese bakery and kitchen. Now, I have quite a few Lebanese friends and I have to say their cuisine is quite good. If you have had a craving for some Lebanese food and are able to visit the Claremont area, then you might want to head on down to this deli and cafe for their simple but effective menu, which boasts dishes like, and I may just massacre these names... But I'm sorry, I'm West African, I'm not Lebanese. They have anakish, which is a Middle Eastern flatbread. Fataya, which is a Middle Eastern pie stuffed with cheese or spinach. And kayak, a Middle Eastern bagel. If you are Arabic or Middle Eastern and feel insulted, I must extend my apologies. If you'd like to send me a voice note telling me exactly how I could have pronounced that a little bit better, you can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657. Alternatively, you can send us an SMS at 37988. We would love to hear from you guys. Lastly, you can visit the Craw at Eustenburg. Now, if you want to eat at a restaurant where you know exactly what the food is, like you've seen it grow, you can trust it, this is the place for you. You can eat at the Craw at Eustenburg. The food is that is served there is hand-picked, fresh from their garden. And I'm sure there's some cows you can see, you know, meandering about on the farm. And let's just hope that they are not a part of the menu. This place opens more frequently than the um, Homestead Kitchen as it opens from Friday to Sunday from 12 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. That's a very small window, so if you'd like to go there, you've heard it now. I'll give you the address. It is Eustenburg Wine Estate in Hoopenburg Road in Moldisplay. And that's all we have for you guys in this week's What's Down in Cape Town. Now let's just head on into the groovy movie section of the show. Zoe on 180 Degrees. Groovy movie. I'm Rudy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I walk by the little bamboo. Ooh. Time to watch the movies. Now here on 180 Degrees, we consider ourselves amateur cinephiles. We love cinema, we love movies, we love films. So for this week's 
groovy movie, we've picked a classic, an oldie, a goldie. This one, I feel so many people have watched it. It has evoked an emotional response from many of the, my friends I know who've seen this movie. So I'm really, really hoping that we're getting an overwhelming response of you guys just guessing it correct because it is just one of those movies that you... You had to have seen, even if you don't remember it. You remember the vibes, you guys. The vibes are immaculate. Definitely. Definitely. The one thing I love about Groovy Movie is it always just brings back memories. Right? It always just takes me to that place of, oh my word, I forgot about this. But yeah. The feels. Puts you in the feels. It's so nostalgic. I love it. If you guys have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, and Inga and I really, really hope you do, please WhatsApp us the name (laughs) of the movie to 081-729-1657. Alternatively, you can send us an SMS at 37988. Now get out your Shazams if you need to. And if you need to, don't let me know. I don't want to be disappointed, but I would love to hear from you. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So it is 21 past 7 o'clock. You are tuned into 7 to 9 a.m. listening to 180 degrees with me, Zoe George and Inga Stoffels. Today is a very fun, well, a very informative interview. We have Sandy Cipriano on the line, the founder of Cupcakes of Hope. Many of you guys might remember last year we had her on talking to us again about childhood cancer and her organization cupcakes of hope a charity organization that uses cupcakes the most fantastic thing in the world to bring awareness and raise money for children in south africa who have been diagnosed with cancer i follow them on various social media platforms and i see all the good things that they do with the community and i i think it's fantastic i'm so glad that sandy has joined us in studio how are you doing good evening mrs cipriano Good evening, Zoe and Inga. It's lovely to be back on the show. Oh, my goodness. It is our pleasure completely to have you here. So i just like to ask you a question I asked you last year, but we have some new listeners in tonight. I just know it. And I would like to ask if you could give us a bit of a background on Cupcakes of Hope and how it came to be. All right. So um, Cupcakes of Hope is a nonprofit organization where our group of volunteers um, between the ages of three and 90 years old bake a difference in the lives of children with cancer. Um, so it's awesome to see how the, uh, the whole community gets together. Um, I say you can follow any recipe to bake uh, a cupcake as long as you always remember to add in the secret ingredients uh, it has to be made with love. And the funds that we then um, uh, raise is to assist um, children that have got life-threatening illnesses. Uh, Cupcakes of Hope assists them by paying for their medical bills as well as other day-to-day needs like nappies, nutritional food, um, transport money, and everything else in between. Yes. So awesome. I, yeah. I remember last year when we had you on, you were in the middle of an initiative. Mm. I believe it was called Bake with Love, right? That is, yes, absolutely. So for, for February being the month of love, yes. um, you know, cupcake, <laughs> cupcake angels, we spread cupcake love across the country. Indirectly, what, what it means to us is that we're actually spreading God's love uh, across yes. the country. So it was extremely successful i am so grateful to every single listener out there that you know got the baking pans out and 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 joined us to hashtag bake 
for love and join our bait for cancer fundraiser last year. Uh, we raised over 800,000 rand in February, which was wow. absolutely phenomenal. Oh, so, so amazing. Beautiful. Absolutely. God has been good. Mm. Mm. No, definitely. And we can really hear it through the, you know, hearing the outcome of the different things that you've been busy with. Sandy, can you tell us, do you have any visions or goals for the new year? Yes. So, um, as you know, COVID was obviously very hectic last year, but God has just absolutely been so, so amazing. And um, we can just build on those foundations of last year. You know, we use Psalm 37 verse 3 as our, um, I don't know if you want to put it, motto for the year, but it says, trust the Lord and do good. And I can honestly tell you, we hang on to that Bible verse throughout the year. When times were tough, uh, we don't know which way to go to. We always knew that we had to try our best and God would do the rest. Mm. But we hang on to that that whole psalm, you know, and it, it is so true. You know, even the darker the world became, the lighter, you know, the brighter we shone. And, and that is so amazing of our organization. I can also just tell you, um, with all the funds that we raised last year, um, in this month, in January, we are sitting on 192 children that we assisted financially the past three weeks. Um, and it's nearly double the amount of kids we had last year in January. So the, the need is growing. But you know what? God um, has just been with us the whole way. So I'm super excited for this year. Um, yeah, so let's see what God has got up his sleeve for us. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Hearing about how that psalm is your motto, I feel like, by the very nature of the existence of Cupcakes of Hope, you just fulfill that that scripture because you do you are a beacon of hope for these children, for potential children who will need your help. And just in everything you do, you are doing good and you're just abiding by that scripture completely. I just I, like I said this last day, but I want to say it again. Like I'm I'm just so thankful that we have people mm. like you who are passionate about these yes. about these things and you go out and do something and you provide opportunities for other people who share your passions to also help you in this way. Mm. Yeah. I, can, I can also just add on, uh, Zoe, that I've, I've, I've got a little, I won't call it a personal motto, that, um, but it just, God just put it in my heart yeah. um, about two, three weeks ago, you know, um, and it, I call it the, the double P's, double G or PPGG motto. And basically the PPGG stands for it's going to be a year of purpose, a year of prosperity, Mm. a year of gratitude, and the year of generosity. And I'm hoping that a lot of people will join me Mm. in my PPGG here. Mm. (laughs) And let's let's just, you know, God has got so many beautiful plans for all of us out there. And I think if we all stand together, uh, we can bless so many more children out there. Mm. No, it's so true. I think that the strength that we attain in numbers, we can do this. We can really do this PPG thing. Like, I, I feel like I want to participate in it, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> no, thank you, Sandy. So, Sandy, I would like to ask how people usually observe Childhood Cancer Day, which is, as you know, happening on the 15th, or is it just a day that was created to bring awareness for cancer in children? 
So yes, the 15th of February is International Childhood Cancer Awareness Day. So for us, it's very important that we help educate the parents out there, the caregivers, of what the cancer early warning signs are. Um, the earlier we can detect these uh, cancer early warning signs or, you know, the quicker the kids can start their treatment and get the treatment that they so desperately need. So um, all these cancer early warning signs was um, with the help of Professor Gail from uh, Joburg Gen. Um, we have got it on our website, but it is also available on all 11 um, official languages. So please go visit our website, cupcakesofhope.org, and print it out, you know, print it out, put it up um, at work, at the canteen, you know, if you've got a, 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 a um a domestic at home, printed out in her language, so she can actually be more aware of what is actually happening. So that is the one side of, of International Childhood Cancer Awareness Day. But for us as well, we're going to be using the whole of February to to celebrate the 15th of February, and, and by that we are giving hope to the newly diagnosed. Um, it's also our way to support those that are currently going through their treatment but we're also using this opportunity to celebrate those um, cancer survivors that have kicked cancer's mm-hmm. butt. <laughs> and then lastly, it is also to honor those that have gained their angel wings. You know, they mm-hmm. will forever be in our hearts. And it's just one way of, you know, keeping their memory alive. Yes. I would like to ask, if you don't mind me doing so, how you're going to, you know, do all these things. So what we've done um, is obviously due to COVID, our ways of raising funds was very limited uh, the past 20 months or more. Um, but what we've uh, encouraged all our bakers to do is to pledge to bake 24 cupcakes. You know, it is so easy. Just everybody's got flour, you know, milk, sugar in their cupboards, you know, just to encourage them to bake a batch of 24 cupcakes or more. And then to use your immediate friends and family and WhatsApp them and say, I am baking, I am a cupcake angel this month. Why don't you support this cause? Place an order and, um, you know, you can sell your cupcakes between 10 and 20 rand per cupcake to help raise funds for our kids. It can be hosted anywhere. You know, you can do it at your child's school. You can do it at work. You can do it in your neighborhoods. Um, you know, we in America, they've got the lemonade stands that pop up. So why not have cupcake stands that pop up in, in the neighborhood, you know, if you are a negated community to try and, and help raise awareness for our kids. Um, it's very easy. They can register on the website. Um, you are also, if you register, you can also get your free uh, hashtag bake for cancer apron. It's a beautiful bright pink uh, apron. Uh, we will send you baking cups. We will send you awareness leaflets and balloons um, all for free. You just need to help us cover the um, courier fees. And then, you know, about your uncle, you can start and bake and go crazy. That sounds really fun and very, very helpful. I would like to ask again, <laughs> what are some of the ways that the organization has had to adjust since the COVID-19 lockdowns? Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, fundraising had to, you know, we normally used to host National Cupcake Day in September where most of our fundraising happened. Um, you know, before COVID, we, you know, we were at malls, like over 88 malls across the country, and it helped raise over nearly two 
odd million rand for our children. Um, And that is the funds that we actually need to keep us going. That enables us to actually assist all these children on a monthly basis, you know. So um, the funds that we help um, from petrol from being 500 rand to uh, a month up to 50,000 rand for outstanding medical bills to try and get them life-saving treatment. So um, it is quite – it's actually amazing to think that a little cupcake – can make such a have such a big impact on children's lives. But just coming back to your question, how did we change? So we did introduce different ways of fundraising. We introduced our aprons for cancer, mm. which people can go onto um, our Facebook page or contact us via our website. Um, there are different aprons that you guys can um, order from, and all of, all of that helps to raise funds for the kids. Um, what we've done for January, we have got beautiful diaries, limited edition diaries, as well as desk pads, coloring in desk pads, um, all with the important dates for the year to keep in mind. So there are different ways that we try to also accommodate um, the non-bakers that would like to um, contribute, but they can't bake, you know. So Cupcakes of Hope is inviting anybody to come on board. Yes, you've really been very inclusive with the products that you have for sale. I mean, like, especially because it's mm. the beginning of the year. We have students yes. out there who need planners and aprons and all this stuff. So they could definitely make use of this stuff. Get on down to their website. I think I will later. Awesome. Thank you so much for promoting that. Come on, students. <laughs> yes, students. So, Sandy. I wanted to ask, how can one participate in this year's Bake with Love campaign? Um, as I mentioned, you definitely have to visit our website, cupcakes.org. It will literally take you like a minute just to register. Um, and then basically, you know, you just need to find a location or do it at your work. And it's just as easy. And then obviously try and take photos of your events, um, tag us in on social media as well. Um, our, our handle is at Cupcakes of Hope. Um, and then we're using the hashtag uh, Bake for Cancer and Bake with Love. So those are two hashtags that we're using for February. Cool. Thank you for <laughs> letting the listeners know the ways in which they can participate in this year's Bake with Love, especially since this is a new way that you've adjusted in COVID. And I think this is an easy way for anyone listening to really help, especially in time for World or International Childhood Cancer Day. So I'd just like to ask this final question before we say goodbye for the night, but hopefully we'll say hello again in September, which I believe is the home of cancer. There's a cancer holiday in September. I'm not exactly sure of the name, but hopefully we can have you back in that time. But I'd like to ask if how you are able to find children who need help so, yes, yeah, so um, as I mentioned earlier to you, um, we have just been so, so, so blessed. And um, for those listeners that don't know, there are 20 pediatric oncology hospitals and wards all across the country. So we are very involved and we've got a very good relationship with the social workers and the doctors. So they will reach out to us immediately when they see a family struggling um, mm-hmm. with whatever needs they have. Uh, and they will reach out to us and, um, and then we immediately, we've got a vetting process where that, you know, the patients have to fill in, um, forms. We need doctor's letters. And as soon as they're on our books, they then send their requests to us on a monthly basis. 
Um, I mean, like I mentioned before, we've just been so so blessed. Last year, we were able to deliver over 2,600 activity packs to all the 20 different hospitals to keep the kids busy during COVID. Because unfortunately, during COVID, um, visits to hospitals have been it wasn't possible. So we couldn't go and do play therapy or any activities personally in there, but we were able to deliver all these activity packs and it really made such a difference in the children's life, especially their mental well-being. So I'm so grateful for those who, you know, supported our uh, activity packs. Um, and then um, once again, our, our staff, our nursing staff, our doctors, are our heroes, you know, and we were able to bless over 500 nurses and doctors last year uh, by delivering goodie bags and appreciation bags. So once again, so super grateful for that. But before I go, I just wanted to mention something to you guys. Um, we've got in last year, March, just after we actually had spoken, March, um, God put such a big dream in my heart. Um, and if you remember the story that I, uh, I spoke about last year was about little Kiara, the little patient that passed away and, and how she inspired Cupcakes of Hope. You know, um, her favorite song was This Little Light of Mine. And that's why I, I love using, you know, God is using us and we need to let our light shine. But little Kiara's story um, inspired us to start helping other patients. And Kiara had neuroblastoma, which is a solid tumor um, in her stomach, tummy. Unfortunately, the treatment options in South Africa is very limited and success rate is very, very low because we do not have immunotherapy for our little patients in South Africa. But God put a big dream in my heart, um, and it was called Hopeful Neuroblastoma, is to try and bring immunotherapy to South Africa which the only reason we don't have it available is because it costs about 4 million rand per child to give this treatment. Oh my. But I'm very- Unfortunately, the line has just cut. But we will have Ms. Cipriano back at the end of the show to finish what she had to say because it was very inspirational. But let's just head on into the mystery Bible quiz section of the show for now. 180 degrees on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Mystery Bible Quiz. Now we have a fun, fun Bible quiz stacked up for you guys today, and it goes as follows. Before Jesus started preaching, teaching, being our Lord and Savior, what was his job? You know, he was always our Lord and Savior, really. But before then, he kind of had a day job, something he did from nine to five, you know, to pay the bills. What was that? If you have any idea what Jesus was doing in his day, in his maybe not his spare time, because... I doubt anyone would consider their job a hobby. Please send us an answer to 081-729-1657. Alternatively, you can send us an SMS at 37988. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. We were listening to, and actually, no, we weren't listening to anything. We asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's mystery bible quiz the question was what was jesus doing before he started preaching what was his job his occupation perhaps 
something he wanted to make a, a career. And that was carpentry. Jesus was a carpenter. If you did not know that, he used to make things. He was very strong. There's lots of descriptions about what he would look like physically, describing、mm. how he would have been able to carry that cross. Because, you know, he'd been a carpenter his whole life. He was a very strong man. But yeah, for all of you guys who guessed correctly and can memorize the childhood Bible that your parents probably got you when you're a little bit younger, give yourselves a pat on the back for that great memory. <laughs> Now let's just head on into the happy health tip. Health tips How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Indeed, they are, and I will never stop saying that chocolates are the true source of happiness. So, we are in our happy health tips, and for today, I'm actually sharing something that we like to neglect. Happy health tips for your feet. Number one, clean your feet daily. And wear clean, dry socks. Wash your feet daily in lukewarm water and avoid using too hot or too cold water. Water that is too hot or too cold can damage your skin, especially in people with diabetes. And I did not know that. Number two, inspect your feet regularly. Check your feet for blisters, redness, small cuts, or cracked skin. If you can't see the bottom of your feet, use a hand mirror with magnification. If you notice any problems, contact a doctor or physical therapist. Never ignore a problem with your feet. Doesn't matter how small it might seem to you, don't ignore it. Just like the rest of your body, take care of your feet. Number three, cut nails carefully and regularly. Keep your nails trimmed but not too short. Nails that are cut too short can become ingrown and cause soreness or infection. It is best to cut nails straight across and then carefully file the edges. Number four, always wear well-fitted shoes. <clears throat> This one. That pair of shoes that you don't want to let go of, but it's way too small. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. I might be wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes that don't fit well may cause blisters that can lead to infection or other problems. Make sure you choose shoes that do not irritate your feet. Wear shoes that properly support your feet and ankles to ensure safety while walking. Number five, moisturize your feet at night. I am guilty I do not do this, but after seeing this, I shall start. Keep your skin soft and healthy by moisturizing every night. This can help prevent itching or cracking. Avoid putting lotion between your toes. Very important point. Avoid putting lotion between your toes. And the final point is keep your blood sugar under control. You might think, how does this fit into feet? According to the National Institutes of Health, diabetes can affect your feet. High blood sugar levels can cause nerve damage, resulting in loss of sensation.、Hmm. Reduced blood flow also can make it harder for your feet to heal from any injury or resist infection. That's quite interesting. I did not know about that. Yeah, me neither. 
I especially did not know about the creaming, not creaming your toes that mm. vigorously because I feel like, I feel like someone told me that doing that was, I don't know, self care or something. It wasn't you, don't worry. You <laughs> only speak facts, but someone lied to me mm. and now I'm upset. <laughs> someone lied. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much for those happy health tips, Inga. The feet are so important and very underestimated. Definitely, definitely. Yes. So if you guys had been listening from the beginning of the show, you will know that we had a very fantastic guest, Miss Sandy Cipriano, the founder of Cupcakes of Hope. Unfortunately, we had a technical failure and briefly lost her, but she's back on the air and we are so thankful. Sandy was just telling us about um, a girl, Kiara, who is sadly gone to be with God at this point in time and a very specific cancer she had that inspired something very deep within her. So I just like to say hello again, Sandy. <laughs> Hello again. I'm so glad to be back. Yes, <laughs> glad to have you back. Um, yes, so I just, uh, as I was saying in the story, God put such a big dream in my heart um, about March last year about, you know, bringing immunotherapy to South Africa. And I was super, super excited. And, you know, and then come May month, I literally just woke up one morning and I realized how am I or how are we at Cupcakes of Hope and how are we going to be able to raise 4 million rand for one child? You know, it was mm. daunting. But then God just put this message in my heart and he said, if I put a dream in your heart, I will put the right people in your path. Mm. And you know what? Mm. Um, we we did a beautiful hospital room makeover in May, um, which I will actually send you the link, Zoe, so you can actually have a look. It was a beautiful room makeover um, at one of the pediatric oncology hospitals in specifically in honor of little Kiara. And um, uh, the theme was like a, a forest wonderland. Mm. And Kiara's parents were there. We, you know, we opened the room with beautiful prayers. Um, anyway, so I phoned the doctor, Dr. Tanya, the Monday after the, uh, the the big reveal. And I asked her, you know, we started chatting. And I asked her, you know, what do you do with patients with neuroblastoma? And I shared her my dream. And she says to me, you know what, Sands? Um, God has been so, so good. Um, she's actually reached out to the pharmaceutical companies and they've come on board because she had two patients that needed this immunotherapy. Um, she got the, the, the medical board to approve the treatment options. And now the process was to get the medical aid to, to be able to approve the treatment. Um, and anyway, she had told me all this amazing news and I'm like, oh wow, she, the doctor's done so much work already. So God was already working with the plan. You know, before he even put the stream in my heart, he already, Dr. Tanya was working so hard behind the scenes. Needless to say, literally two weeks later, I got a message on a Thursday afternoon, very excited, just after five. And it was Dr. Tanya saying, Sandy, medical aid has approved 80% wow. of, of the funds. So what happened is, um, sorry, I don't know if I did say the, the pharmaceutical company came on board and they gave a 60% deduction in, in, in the cost. Oh. So it literally came from 4 million down to 1.6 million, if I'm not mistaken. And then the medical aid said that they were going to um, be able to pay 80%. So all that we, that the family needed was 340,000 rand. And I'm like, yes, we can do this, you know. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. 
it is amazing how you just see how God just works. And, mm. and literally, as I was talking to the doctor, I said to the doctor, but you know what? The family has got funds. I know that we had done some fundraising earlier the, the year for them. So they only needed 140,000 rand. And here is the miracle that happened. Um, we had 10 days to raise that 140,000 rand. But that same evening, that Thursday evening, I sent two messages to two close friends of ours of the charity. And the next morning, uh, the first WhatsApp came back and she says, Sandy, we have got 40,000 rand for little Oliver. By Monday morning, we got a second message. And the message read, Sandy, we have a hundred thousand rand for little Oliver. So literally wow. where I was, wow. oh, it's amazing. Where I was in a panic literally three weeks earlier and I didn't realize or I didn't know where, you know, how God was going to create this miracle. How are we going to be able to raise four million rand at the end of the day with all the different people out there got put in the right place. Mm. Literally all I had to do is send out two WhatsApps. And there we go. And little Oliver started his treatments in um, August last year, which was South Africa's very first patient receiving immunotherapy. He's still on the um, on treatment, but he's doing extremely well. And I believe there's now a second patient in Cape Town that is waiting to start his immunotherapy um, the, in the next few weeks coming. So that is just one of the miracles that I wanted to share with you guys. And and I hope um, listeners out there, you know, if, if you don't believe in miracles after the story, you definitely can believe that miracles happen every single day. <laughs> no, that is, that is one miracle that it's like, Wow, I'm still just stunned. I'm speechless just thinking about it. Because when you think God says some things that sound a little <laughs> bit, they sound a little bit ridiculous, but he may always comes through. Like his That's actions always form through. And when you look back and think at it, about it, you tend to be in shock because God can do anything. He's not a liar. He yeah, makes a way not. where there seems to be no ways. Working with things we cannot see making a way for everyone. It's just amazing. Sandy, thank you so much for sharing that miraculous story that I'm sure it's touched me. It's touched many of the people listening. It's touching future people who are going to listen to this when it's on podcast. Thank you again for joining us on air, for sharing this message, for being so positive, just for doing everything that you do, Sandy. God bless all of you guys. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. And just like that, we are at the bottom of the hour, Inga. Oh, another end to a beautiful evening on the 180 Degree Show. You know what, Zoe? Each and every Monday, it is, <laughs> it's a journey. Mm. <laughs> it's really something. And you know, this week I felt so, or tonight I felt so, you know, not connected and just like, oh, why am I not in studio? But the show and everything that was spoken about, it just, it was all just so beautiful and it was all just so um, encouraging for me that I can sit this Monday and say, wow, I've really received something from this show, you know? Yeah, I feel the same way. This was, this is a very fun show. Like we've spoken about before. We do mm-hmm. love 
talking to people who run NGOs who are genuinely passionate about what they do because it's so tangible. It comes through. And if you guys are listening and you want to send this show to a friend or maybe you want to listen back to it, you can check it out on the podcast, which will be available on our website, kpulpit.co.za. Should be loaded in about two days from now. But yeah. You can listen to that as well as you're waiting for next week, which is when we will be back again, 79 a.m. We will be here 180 degrees from 7 to 8 p.m. And this has been 180 degrees signing out. Signing out.